Welcome to Drive Your Own Adventure with Benjamin Starr. With holiday parks and resorts across New South Wales and Queensland, find your dream destination with Ingenia Holidays. Well, we're driving our own adventure. There's lots to see and do in far north Queensland, and we're having a ball up here. We've got Brett and Sands with us joining us uh, in the studio at the moment, and we're talking about some amazing things that you can do up here with experiences. Now, everything's an experience up here. Tell us about the company that you represent, guys. We represent a company called Experience Co., which has a range and a raft of Beautiful opportunities and adventures up here in North Queensland, from skydiving to ballooning, rafting, canyoning, Great Barrier Reef, let's not forget that. And of course, the Daintree Rainforest, the most beautiful place in the world up there, 130 kilometres north. Uh, Green Island, Fitzroy Island, pontoons. What have I missed out, Sam? <laughs> GBR helicopters. Holy happening hatfish, I have indeed, yes. <laughs> GBR helicopters, those birds that fly in the sky. It's a pretty uh, big portfolio of experiences. Yeah. That you have to represent. What, what, what do people really come here to see and do? What, what's the experience that they all have to have? I generally find over the years it's been the reef and the rainforest has been definitely the more popular. Yeah. Um, obviously, having the Great Barrier Reef up here and having all the options of islands and pontoons and boats, diving, snorkelling, glass-bottom boats, semi-submersibles. We've got an exclusive product also uh, called Snooper which is Snooper Dive and Snooper Do. Oh, right. Um, which is amazing as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's always a good variety and lots to do. There's lots to do. We really push on the whole idea that um, safety is our biggest yeah. biggest concern, full sure. stop, before any of the tours go out. Yeah. Um, a lot of our trips, like the rafting and canyoning and even ballooning to agree, are like zero emissions. So we push those kind of factors too. But absolutely safe. Mm. Um and the snorkeling on the Great Barrier Reef, totally, totally. Yeah. Skydiving, fantastic, not a problem. I've jumped 29 times, jumped by myself. I've had really? these guys throw me out and it's perfectly <laughs> fun. But just being up here in North Queensland, yeah. uh, just being here is a wonderful thing, especially at this time of year sure. when, it, when we really love it. Like this morning it was dead cold at 12 degrees yes. and, and, and the majority of the village was sort of like pulling the punches going, wow, this is really cold. Yeah. But um, now you can see in the sunlight out there, beautiful, beautiful winter's day. Yeah. It's absolutely glorious. So a day like this on a tropical island, yeah. it's pretty hard to be. All these things that you do have uh, an amazing impact on people's lives. I mean, you must get people up here that have, you know, lived in fear of heights and all this sort of stuff, and they come up here and they think, you know what, I'm here, I'm just going to do it. You must see some amazing transformations with people. Yeah, so I guess for me, my experiences have actually lived up here for the last 29 years and um, promoted Green Island for all of that time. Mm. Uh, the marine life... The um, just the experiences that you get as a grandparent. I was just recently able to take my six-year-old grandson out on our new snooper dive and snooper do experience, where I was able to dive underneath the water up to three meters, wow. and he had a life jacket on, and he was actually on top of the water. There's an air tank in the raft. We had the regulators. We were out on Marine World on Reef Magic chasing Wally, the resident Maori wrasse, all around there. So, yeah, just <laughs> even for me, after 29 years, yeah. there was still a new amazing experience yeah. 
things that I've done with my sons that I can now do with my grandsons. Uh, Steve Irwin did a, a great lot for uh, tourism in this this region. I mean, he was sort of the daredevil man and everyone mm. got to love him. Do you think people come up here with that sort of experience in their mind thinking, I'm going to see a croc, I'm going to do all these things or... Um, not so much, but but this time of year, it's an easy time to see crocodile. Yeah. I mean, um, there's a few contentious issues, which I won't p- touch on, but crocodile population, we st- stopped culling them in 1974 in Queensland, so their population as, an, uh, as a um, protected species has increased now. Yeah. Um, however, this time is the best time to see crocodile. Basically, um, they're cold-blooded creatures, so, so when it's hot, they want to be under the water, and when it's cold, they want to be out of the water in the sun, Using yes. their electric scales on the back to warm up and get, get their energy for their feeding time. So it's a good time. But I'm, I'm not sure. Steve Irwin was out at Bat Reef, which is incidentally one of the uh, reefs that we visit on one of our boat charters out of Port Douglas on Calypso. Yep. And um, it's an absolutely sensational um, part of the Great Barrier Reef. It's, it really is alive and beautiful. Mm. And when, when, when we were talking, when Sans was saying about her grandson, also for the foreign tourists that come here, and indeed the, the southern people who haven't actually been to the Great Barrier Reef, to get their reaction first off, we have a little program um, out on one of our vessels on Dreamtime, which is our indigenous journey to the Great Barrier Reef. And um, we basically, at, at the back of the boat, when they come up on the boat, we uh, sort of while we're helping them with, get on the boat with their fins and masks, we ask them how their trip was and their adventure. And some of the reactions, it just makes you so happy to be in the tourist industry out here because sometimes they've never seen things before. Sure, that sure I could imagine. And we always encourage them to do three things. Go slow, look for all the little things. Yes. Because the Great Barrier Reef is made of billions and billions of tiny little things. Yes. And also don't think that the Great Barrier Reef, you're going to need your Maui gyms or your Ray-Bans under there because not all the beautiful creatures there are brightly coloured. There's a lot of dull khaki, bones, tans, browns, all those kind of colours. So we ensure that we, we drum that into them before they go there and it enhances their experience and their adventure full stop. And it's great to be part of witnessing their excitement. If you were to sum up the area, how, would you, how do you see it, Sands, in your mind? Like, how would you describe this whole area? Just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just, I love the people. I love the area. I love the experiences that yeah. I've had with with the Great Barrier Reef, with the rainforest. Um, being able to show my children now, being able to sort of like showcase it all to my grandchildren. Mm. Yeah, just a total experience. And how about you, Brett? Yeah, it's just a magic place to be. I mean, yeah. when you consider it, um, just just north of where we are here, we have. Um, for me and for some other people, including a naturalist, a little fellow called Sir David Attenborough, the <laughs> yes. most beautiful place in the world, according to him and according yeah. to me. Mm. And uh, that place is in the Daintree, which, where we also run tours to. And it's actually the world's oldest tropical lowland rainforest, botanically unchallenged for more than 135 million years. Isn't that amazing? And it's beautiful white beach, coconut palmed and other palm tree beach. Yeah. And it meets the world's largest living organism, the Great Barrier Reef. Yes. And it's just sensational to be there. Yeah. You kind of transform into some other thing, like another being, like a, yeah. almost like a hippie, yeah. to, <laughs> to be honest with you. And yeah. it's just absolutely abundant in, in every kind of feeling. So we've got so many beautiful places here. Just to drive around is just fantastic. You do see a lot of people making not a, a, a sea change, but a complete life change from corporate world into tourism. Uh, micro-tourism, all these other little businesses. It's an area that really relies on the tourism, but it's interesting how the tourism creates all these other little jobs 
on the side, the people that look after the boats, the mechanics, the fuel people. Absolutely. The, it's got a well whole knock-on effect, hasn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. And where do the kids fit into this? Like in, in terms of youth up here, do they have lots of opportunities to get involved in the sort of tourism industry? Well, they do. Sands is probably better versed. Yeah. Yeah, Sort of like we've got the yeah. educational programs. Yeah, we do. And, 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 a, and a successful challenge um, for the kids is actually to go elsewhere and study <clears throat> and then returning think. to Cairns yes. eventually at some stage, whether it be over overseas or back, yeah. Bond University sure. or QUT or mm. wherever. Yeah. So that they, they go and then they come back because they um, realise how much Cairns has to offer. <laughs> yeah, and I guess personally for me, I had uh, sort of like my older son come out, do his traineeship through the school, yeah. worked out on Big Cat going out to Green Island, loved it, yeah. got his coxswains, drove the submarines, the glass-bottom boats, wow. decided he liked looking at the engines and now is a, a diesel mechanic working on boats. So, sure. you know, it's sort of evolved mm. for him as well. Yeah. Fascinating um, career choices that people make. And, and the journeys and the stories. In terms of um, the tourism side of it, if, if people are coming up here, the misconception is you can see cans in a week. That's not true. So if they're coming up for a holiday, in the school holidays, what would you advise families to do in that, say, that two-week period? If they were going to do two or three really cool things with kids, what would they be, apart from the reef? Um, to um, head, up, head up Daintree Way. Yep. And um, see why our, our rainforest is so particular and special. Yes. Um, you know, and learn about how in the west of Africa in the late 60s they were discovering and putting the world together. And then, you know, they finally, after the, all the ologists and biologists and geologists and archaeologists and everybody decided, signed it off, a year later they found it all living up here and had to start again. Yes. So, I mean, it's it's pretty unique in its way. Up up the Tablelands here, Yes. I mean, it's absolutely exclusively beautiful to be there, particularly this time of year. Sure. Um, all our farming activities, um, you know, the volcanic crater lakes. Yes. And just on the other side of the Tablelands, we get our stark, beautiful outback, you yeah. know, which is, you know, indigenous rock art and, and, yes. and all sorts of things. So apart from everything, we do have absolutely wonderful culture up here. Yeah. Indigenous Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island sure, culture. Sure. Um, you know, from, from south of Cairns, you know, Townsville Way, across to the border of Northern Territory, up to the tip, we have nearly 50% of the Indigenous population up here. Yep. So that um, really sort of marks through in daily life here in Cairns, which is beautiful and we embrace it a lot. So up here for the education, for the kids, up here the Great Barrier Reef is mm. a must, must learn, absolute must learn. Our Indigenous culture is a must learn too. And of course our greenery and, you know, particularly the Daintree or indeed the wet tropics which span all the way down from Townsville up to um, north of, mm -hmm. uh, near, near Cooktown basically. Mm. and across to the, the west here to the Tablelands. So they're, they're the three big calls, I guess, Reef, Indigenous, Rainforest. And then and if you're going to do some, adventure. some funny adventure stuff, some fun stuff, what, going down the tully, as you said, in the tube? Yeah, yeah, probably more suited for the, the barren than the kids. Yes, you know, yeah. sort of, But, however, we do have canyoning options both up here at Crystal Cascades right. and also down at Bahana Gorge. Yes. And that's um, low minimum age and, and it's absolutely fantastic. It's, it's, that is also a self-pressuring, you know, abseiling, you know, rappelling, yeah. um, ziplining, all that kind of stuff. So you, you actually challenge yourself in those ways too. Yeah. Um, but the rafting and, and the at reef accent, a little bit older, yeah. maybe we could throw you out of a perfectly <laughs> good aeroplane. Why not? <laughs> Going on a hot air balloon ride today, that's the reason why we're up early. 
this noise that you're hearing behind is the hot air balloons all getting set up. So you can hear all the fire going in. And uh, it's amazing. They light up every now and again with a burst of flames. And once they get ready to go, they'll start to uh, right themselves and the basket then gets into position so people can get on board. It's just an amazing thing to watch. The size of these things is massive. Now, one of the guys was just telling me that they only get about a thousand hours out of a balloon and then after that you can use it as a car cover. So, uh, who knows what happens to all these balloons once they uh, go into retirement. But this is a phenomenal thing to be watching as the moon's going down and on the horizon the sun is starting to come up. But let me tell you, it is cold. So the glamour and uh, the glamping, if you want to put it, to uh, hot air ballooning, I always thought, oh, it's just so relaxing and it's just such a nice thing to do in the, the morning. It is freezing up here today. So um, if you're going to do hot air ballooning, just make sure that you uh, do bring some warmer clothes because um, you have to factor in the fact that if you're on a, an early morning flight like I am, you've got to be up here at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay, team, please get ready in your landing positions for me. Landing position. All right, yep, hands on handles, guys. Back up into padding. It's just going to be a little touch, a little bounce, and then we should stop on the second hit. Three, two, one, touch down. Stay there, stay there. All right, guys, you can stand up, relax. Well done. You Thank survived you. my flying. Um, Please stay aboard the balloon for us. We're just going to position the balloon around so we can pull it down. I think what's interesting is it's really about experiencing life, but also pushing your own boundaries. I think if you're going to go on a holiday and you're going to live in fear of everything, oh, I can't do that and I can't do this, you're really not going to get the best holiday out of it. So sometimes the gift is throw yourself into the thing that you're most scared of, if it's skydiving, and actually do it. I and agree. you're going to get a good view either way from up oh, here. It's absolutely amazing. You've done it, have you, Sans? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I've been skydiving a few times as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and the view. It's almost paying for not just the skydive, yeah. but for a scenic aeroplane flight mm. because going up and over the inlet and mm. seeing out over the <laughs> yes. reefs mm. yep. and the mangroves and the rainforest and yep. everything, yep. the hills behind... Yep. It's almost like a two-in-one. Yeah. So what's the most scary moment of skydiving? Is it actually getting dressed and getting onto the plane and then you sort of think to yourself, oh, my gosh, it's getting higher? Or is it that moment where you stand and look and go, I've got to jump now? Up to 60 seconds of free floor, fall. Not really. At about 200 kilometres an hour, which is lots of fun. Yeah. Um, and, um, Who needs a facelift? You'd get well, it from yeah, that, well, there you? you go. You get a good face and that's right, No Botox. No, no. no. <laughs> You're all good. There's some interesting videos. Oh, I bet you there oh, is. Yeah. I bet you there is. And, and, and then minutes under canopy. Yeah. And you even get our, our, our what's um, the, jump. What's our, the sound like up there? Thank you very oh, much. It's absolutely amazing. It's hard to understand and comprehend when you're in your, your free fall. Yeah. However, when you're under canopy, yeah. and our tandem masters are the most educated tandem masters in the sure. world, you've got to do a thousand jumps by yourself oh, okay. before you even entertain the idea of becoming a tandem master. Yes. So, so what happens is um, they give you the the, the, the toggles, yep. and you can have a little fly. Oh, of the, the, wow. The, parachute then yeah. and it's just and it's the wind and when you turn yeah. when the wind hits your other ear it's just such a beautiful feeling really? and it's so exhilarating mind you whilst you're doing this your adrenaline is still flowing freely through your body yeah. and you approach the ground very gently and slowly after several minutes 
and you lift your, your yeah, uh, feet up. up and your bottom up and, you're and in. you land and it's fantastic. Now, you've got a website, so when people come up here, what they, they would um, go through Ingenia Holidays and then book their tours through people like yourself. Absolutely. Ingen- yep. Ingenia um, facilitate yep. um, the booking. And then all your um, pamphlets and stuff are all on display and yes, you've got your definitely. website as well. So, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a great experience. So how many experiences do you offer? Is it about oh. 10 or 12? I was oh. just trying to count them before. Two, I mean, you two. two are an experience, so that's 14. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to the four, so, yeah, yeah, we'll go yeah, 12, green, 12, Fitzroy, yeah. Marine World, yeah, oh, um, and not including, Dreamtime, oh, 16 yeah. helicopters, port, Calypso, yeah. Calypso Half Day. I love yeah, all that. Yeah, Low yes. Isles, Daintree Day Tours, yeah. ballooning. Canyoning one, canyoning the other. And on the Dean Tree Tour, what do you have? Lunch and all that out there, yep. or yeah, yep. oh, it's all provided. Yep, we also do a crocodile cruise on the Dean Tree, wow. which um, which is, look, it's the most amazing thing to do a crocodile yeah. cruise because yeah. I'm a bit of a reef and rainforest geek. Yeah, but when you see. Not, it's not all just about the crocodiles. Like I say, winter, yeah. coming yeah. in the next several months up until about October, yeah. really good time to see crocodile okay. because they're out sunning themselves. But it's not just the crocodile. It's the kingfisher. It's the snakes. It's it's everything on the river. It's like in, in, intensely like uh, our little Amazon River. It's not as big. No, but it is. But when you go older. further north... It is like Jurassic Park. It is totally. There are parts of it, it that is. you sort of think this could be a movie scene. It's actually twice as old. Really? Yes. There you go. You can drive your own adventure with Ingenia Holidays. Find out more information on Ingenia's website as well. Thank you guys for joining us today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to Drive Your Own Adventure with Ingenia Holidays. With holiday parks and resorts across New South Wales and Queensland, Ingenia Holidays offers the ideal place for an extended break, weekend getaway or short stopover. Find your dream destination with Ingenia Holidays at www.ingeniaholidays.com.au.